Yeah, so who are you? Hey, uh, this is uh, Connor Olson. Uh, we're going to be the UIH chief uh, next year um, for the 2021-2022 academic year. Yes, uh, it's Connor we have here. Um, I've known, well, I guess I'm Marco Colomanici. I'll be the VAQI chief for the same academic year as Connor. Um, so, Connor, uh, where'd you go to med school? Just oh. a little introduction stuff here. Oh, I love it. Um, I am a proud uh, graduate of the UIC uh, College of Medicine here. Uh, born and raised in Chicago. <laughs> there you go. So you've pretty much never left Chicago except for undergrad. Yeah, pretty much. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, okay. Uh, <coughs> let's see. Uh, I also went to UIC for uh, medical school and uh, UIUC, uh, Champaign-Urbana, uh, for undergrad. Uh, we were different years, though. We didn't know each other until medical school. <laughs> um, so what year are you? I guess you're a chief now, but you're yeah. completing your PGY3 year? Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, what are your future uh, interests? So I think ultimately, so I'm going to be applying for a palliative care fellowship this summer. Um, I think ultimately I'd like to have a, a career that focuses on a palliative and then also academic internal medicine with uh, kind of a focus on medical education. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, what do you do in your free time? Oh, man. Um, I think a couple of things. <laughs> I, sh- I should know what I do in my free time. Um, I, uh, I I love playing sports. So right now we're on an intramural uh, soccer team together, Marco and I. Um, love playing pretty much anything, basketball, uh, golf. Um, love hanging out with my co-residents. A lot of us will, will be sticking around next year. Um, and I also, uh, you know, in terms of wellness activities, I, I really enjoy meditating as well. And I'm a huge fan of the uh, Waking Up podcast. Waking Up. All right. Uh, so we're just going to get into, you know, just some questions uh, that I have down. OK, let's do it. All right. Uh, what were your thoughts prior to residency? And what I mean by that question is you've matched uh, you're hanging out, you finish med school, and then, you know, we kind of get our schedules, and you're like, oh, my God, I have to be a doctor. <laughs> what, are your, what, what was going through your mind at that point? Oh, man. Well, um, I think slight terror <laughs> was the first thing um, at, you know, starting a, a new phase in life. Because I think, you know, up until residency, a lot of the path was, you know, you're going to study really hard, and then you're going to get through it and move on to the next thing. But this is kind of the first time when, you're really um, developing a couple of skills that um, you haven't utilized before. One being that you know you're not always going to know the answer, and you're not always going to have an answer to kind of guide your um, your your clinical decision making. Um, I think I was also you know really excited uh, to get to know my uh, my co interns at that time, and um, really really excited just to kind of see what residency was all about, new experience. Um, being able to really uh, uh, work with patients, take care of patients, and get to know them on a on a really personal level. So I, I think it was a lot of excitement in addition to that kind of uh, normal um, uh, tear that comes along with starting residency. Yeah. All right. So you, you have those thoughts, and then you go into PGY one year. Um, describe your, your intern year. Wow. Yeah. So intern year, um, Marco and I actually started on uh, MICU at the University Hospital, um, which was 
the the correct adjective for that month would probably be absolutely terrifying. Overwhelming, <laughs> yeah, overwhelming. I think we had one night that uh, we'll remember forever um, with one of our favorite uh, seniors, Maya Viner. Um, where essentially we were just admitting patients one after another, the three of us, and it was just nonstop. Um, and, uh, and you weren't even supposed to be admitting. I, yeah, right. just had to use you. Exactly. There was, uh, uh, it was one of those situations where it was kind of all hands on deck, and I, I think really kind of um, demonstrated what, what UIC is really about. It's about getting kind of every, everything done that needs to get done, um, in a team uh, fashion, um, and just helping each other out when, when, when that time comes. Um, so after MICU, uh, had a little bit more relaxed second month going to ambulatory and doing some outpatient um, outpatient stuff. And then the rest of the year was really just an, an awesome experience. You know, obviously we have, it's busy. Um, so, you know, obviously it's the first time you have like a real job. Um, and so kind of adjusting to, you know, more structured hours and, you know, kind of a, a real uh, seven to five, if not longer day. Um, was a little bit of an adjustment, but, um, you know, it also comes with the perks of, you know, f- having for the first time, you know, making money and, um, and getting to know your co-residents. And, um, so overall it was, it was a challenging year, you know, um, a year of transition, but really rewarding. And I think really did a good job of kind of preparing for, for the next year, which was our PGY two year. So at the end of PGY one year, um, what, what could you say your biggest takeaway was? I think, gosh, how, probably how little uh, I knew. <laughs> um, I think, you know, you, you learn so much on the job um, and you, you're still uh, doing a lot of, you know, you're, you're going to conferences, you're kind of reading up on your patients. Um, but at the same time, you realize just, you know, the, the evidence-based medicine nature of medicine um, is a component, but there's a lot of times where your clinical decision making really isn't guided by evidence um, there or there hasn't been a specific study that was looking at that one clinical scenario that you're in. Um, so I think kind of understanding that there's going to be a lot of times when you're not necessarily going to know what to do and you kind of have to utilize your clinical judgment um, was something that I realized. And obviously, you know, going to PGY two year, you're finally the the leader of the of the team and 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 kind of the excitement about you know being able to kind of uh, take all the things all the positives that you had seen your your seniors during PGY one year do and then carry that over to your own teams. Yeah, uh, I think it's a hard pill to swallow when you realize there isn't always like a a board answer. Yeah, <laughs> and you're just like you know this seems like a good idea is just what you what you go with. Um, and I remember Marco having this one case in MICU. Of, of the one that you presented in uh, a case conference this week, uh, the HP, and I was like, I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So that's your PGY one year. Um, and then you got, you got the big jump between PGY one and two. Uh, that I think is probably the most underestimated jump uh, coming into med school or residency in med school that you think of because you go from carrying out orders to designing the orders and running the team. Um, what was your big adjustment there? So I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think when, when you're a PGY-1, uh, you, you have your, your to-do lists and you have your tasks and you are really, you get really, really good at kind of carrying out all the tasks and then exactly as you said, 
PGY two years when you kind of create that list. Um, and you're relying upon your team to kind of um, work together and um, and and kind of carry things out together. Um, and it, it for the first time, it kind of brings in this this aspect of you know kind of kind of looking over to make sure everything gets done and um, and those interpersonal skills that are so important kind of come into play. Um, so I. You know, I, I also learned very early on that it, it's really great to have mentors and, and um, the attendings that we have at UIC, you know, made that transition as, as easy as possible. Um, they uh, always super supportive, um, could always go and ask questions whenever they came up um, and really help to kind of role model what, what being a good team leader uh, is. So definitely learned a lot from them and that helped make the transition uh, not too bad. Yeah, I think uh, it's, everyone finds their own way. PGY two year, uh, for better or worse, some quicker than others. Um, we had a really unique PGY two year in that, uh, <laughs> you know, we get we, we finally got good at being seniors, and then you know, the pandemic hits. Uh, so, how do you think that affected our residency, like our training in general? Oh yeah, no other. I you'd have to go back many years to think that an entire training process has been interrupted and just was everybody was winging it yeah at all, all at the same time yeah. the entire world exactly um, and then we have some doctors in training and we were right at that PGY2 level where we were leading the team we were taking over the hospital from the PGY3s and uh literally everyone's dying yeah um how do you think that's going to affect you? So I think, um, gosh, I, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a really tough question, um, to kind of reflect on the last year and a half. Um, so a couple of things come to mind. I think one is related to, my own my own mental health I think became you know very important More, you know mental health during residency is is obviously very important and kind of finding the things that um, you can do to, to keep yourself well if that's you know exercising um, playing sports like I do meditating um, hanging out with your friends Um all of that is really important and became even more important during the pandemic because we really had no outlet from it. It was all we you would see on the news. It was all that you would talk about with your friends and family. It was all that we would see at work. Um, and, you know, the difference, uh, I think, for us was that we really couldn't escape it. Um, and it, you know, in addition to kind of the toll that I think it's taken on the collective medical community, I think it's also... Um, posed a lot of challenges to medical education and, and doctors in training. You know, we, we saw the same thing over and over again for months um, on end, and it was all we saw. Um, so we got really good at treating something that was kind of ever-changing at that time. So, you know, we got good at a couple of things. We got good at, you know, looking uh, uh, to original articles and then um, in, you know, randomized controlled trials, the recovery trial comes to mind. Um, and then applying that to um, the current clinical situation. Um, but 
you know, we got really good at that. But like I said, we, you know, we kind of, you don't get all the, the bread and butter that you would normally be getting um, during that year um, because a lot of patients weren't necessarily coming into the hospital for fear of COVID, which was, you know, very reasonable. Um, so I think, you know, this uh, this year it has did pose a lot of challenges. We had, you know, our program, I think, did um, a pretty unbelievable job given the circumstance. Our chiefs were, were excellent. Dr. Zar was excellent um, at kind of keeping us afloat and and not only keeping us afloat, but helping us to really feel supported during that time. You know, when we had the lunches that were provided, the the reshuffling of the the medicine teams in order to accommodate the increased uh, censuses. So, you know, with with kind of the the things that made it difficult also came some uh, pretty great ingenuity and um, innovation and um, felt very uh, supported during a really, really difficult time. Um, So... I tend to be an optimist and I tend to think that, you know, in the whole, I think it'll be a good um, part of our training um, because it, you know, causes us to kind of think at, uh, about things a little bit differently than um, than any other residency uh, class um, uh, or residency time um, has had to. So, um, and I, I think my answer will change in the coming months, kind of when I have a little bit more time to, to kind of process it as well. When uh, have you processed it? processed everything so I don't I don't think so um, completely um, I mean I so all uh, to be completely honest like I do so I, I found it very helpful early on um, in intern year to 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 see a therapist and I, I, I try to talk to him every week um, and I think it's been really really helpful for for me um, to be able to kind of process things as they as they happen. So I think I've, I've been able to do um, a lot of the processing, but you know, I, I think that there's still a lot more that, that I, that I can kind of work through and, um, and understand about myself and um, understand about the, the experience that we all went through and kind of this collective um, suffering that I think uh, was, was really, really difficult. And um, yeah, I, I think that I've been trying to kind of take it piece by piece, but ultimately it's going to take uh, quite a bit more time to to process it. So with all that, are you, do you think you're a better doctor because of the pandemic or worse? Or I think, yeah, I, well, I, I, it's, uh, yeah, it's a really tough question, but I, I think, I think I'm a, a better doctor because of it. I think I, I learned, you know, wanting to go into palliative care, um, it was, it was a really tough it was a really tough last last year and you know couple months um, since when the pandemic started um, because we did see so much so much suffering you know for for so many families and um, and patients and um, there was this this collective grief um, that really really hard to put into words. Um, I found it different that it was that. Like when you have your goals of care, someone has cancer, they're going to die. That's that's has its own challenges. But then when some virus just comes out and takes out a 50 year old with three kids, that's different. Um, yeah. And I think you, you saw a lot of it. I mean, you you were in the ICU for so many months. Um 
and you were there and you experienced it with with patients and their families and it takes a toll yeah man it was tough Yeah, um, and it's still going. That's the crazy part. And I don't think we ever said, like, what happened, right? We just kept going. Because we had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, uh, what was your darkest moment during residency? <laughs> since we're on the sadness. Right, since we're... Uh, continuing with that. <clears throat> um, gosh, that's a tough one. I mean, there's so many moments of just... Um, I mean, obviously, I think uh, there's certain moments from the pandemic and during my, my Mickey month that kind of... Um, stands out um a couple situations where um just really really tough um codes and um and being the the icu senior and having to kind of deal with all all that that entails there were some really really tough times um and tough situations clinically too um which kind of forced growth and mm-hmm. um I mean, you, uh, I will say, are an exceptional doctor and an exceptional ICU doctor. Um, and, you know, when when you uh, finish your training, I you have no doubt that you're going to you know, kind of change change the game when it comes to the field. Um, and you were a role model for me during during our ICU month. And um, and I couldn't honestly have done it without you and Jillian and Gina and um so, it was a crew, man. Yeah. So without, you know, even going through some of the toughest times, um, just having that family there would made it made it okay, you yeah. know, and you know, made it um made you feel supported and loved and, and that thing things would be all right, um, and that there was a payoff in the end. Um but yeah, there's definitely been, you know, you make a mistake and, you know, you're worried about that and, you know, all those things kind of wear on you over time. For sure. <laughs> Deckle the dog is here with us. Yeah, saying. <laughs> Currently uh, recording in, in Art's closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, everyone, when I look back on residency, I would say I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um, favorite moments, uh, just hanging out, honestly. Uh, I don't really have that one moment where I was like, haha, this is it. <laughs> but uh, I just had a lot of fun hanging out with my friends because you get close with everybody. Um, as Dr. Pollock said, if you put a bunch of people in a room together for a lot of hours, things get weird. <laughs> and uh, so I think, true, I think so we accurate. Get, I think we get weird a lot. Um, and then uh, I guess uh, one of the other questions I had, uh, when did you realize uh, throughout your training, you're like, all right, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm a doctor. Like, I got this. Oh, wow. It was it was at some point during PGY2 year. I, I can't remember the exact, the exact time. 
but it is weird, right? It's like you just you just one day you're just like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. You know, for so off for so long, you have like doubts and you know self doubt and um, imposter syndrome. Like it all it all is there. Um, we all go through it, and then one day you're just like, oh, you know, I can kind of handle anything that comes my way. And uh, there's a confidence there that you know wasn't wasn't there before. Yeah, uh, that, that's how I, I agree. Um, I started CCU as a PGY two, and the first day, uh, you know, I was running a code. Like it was one day I was an intern, and then the next day after that week break we had, uh, you're the person running the code, and uh, the ICU seniors downstairs admitting somebody. My patient coded after a STEMI. And uh, I just, I just got the intern. I said, you, "You're this is what you're doing. Let's go." Yeah. And you know, you run ACLS. <laughs> and then after we got Rosk, I looked back, and then you know, Alex Davies is sitting there. Uh, it's like you're doing great. I would have stopped you if you were screwing up. Oh, that's um, great. Just look at the monitor more. Yeah. Because uh, that's what's going to change your action. Um, there's that moment, and then you know, as you said, like it's kind of an evolving thing. Um, and I think during the pandemic, one day I walked in at the VA and like they were already just coding somebody and it was like a hyperkalemia code uh we run into the room get our ppe on we get the labs back the k is like eight and then uh solomon is just like dialysis get the line in and we took forever to find a line yeah yeah and then so we get it in and uh they're coding them intermittently and you know, we're trying to put in a fem, and I find the fem on the ultrasound, and it's at a really weird angle. I look at Solomon, and it's like, I don't know if I can do it. It's like, you can do it. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here. And so I just, like, put it in at some, like, weird obtuse angle and get it on the first shot. I slide it in. He was like, I told you. And it was like, after that, it's like, you can put in a code line. You can run the code. Everything else is just, just think about it. And I think it was like those two moments that stand out for me. It was like, it's going to be okay. Um, everything else you can, you can think there's always a console. It's true. Um, wow. And you know, I, uh, that's pretty great. And you have those people, the Alex Davies, the Solomon Crows, <laughs> like the people that kind of helped you along the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really great. That That's what residency should be. Yeah, and throughout this, it's like it's just like an up and down of like mental wear, learning, uh, and it, it's it's a very unique situation that was made more unique. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it's we're probably gonna look back in like ten years and really think how residents are different post pandemic, pre pandemic, and you know how we grew up with it. I think. Um, and time will tell what the differences are. Yeah, it's very true. And uh, yeah, what what a year! I'm, I'm and I'm also really really <laughs> excited for this year. You know, yeah, I think uh, um, that was my next question. What are you excited <laughs> for in the future? I mean, I think I'm really excited for Chief Year. I'm, you know, I think uh, the first thing that I'm really excited is uh, about is you know our our crew, our, our co chiefs. Um, you, Gina, Aisha, Amir, um, really working uh, to do
do what we can to, to help our, our um, co-residents, um, to advocate for them, um, to bring about change, positive change. Um, I think we have a lot of ideas and kind of uh, in, you know, very, very just um, excited about the opportunity to work with Dr. Czar and our amazing APDs um, and uh, really do what we can to, to make education fun, um, to uh, do our best to um, promote wellness within the program. So there's a lot of things I'm really excited about. Um, and I think it's going to be a really, really challenging, but really uh, a year full of growth. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I'm excited to get back to normal stuff. Um, I miss seeing everybody in person for like conferences, um, hanging out as a group outside. Uh, I think the best part of Chicago is Chicago summer, and we didn't get that last year. Um, yeah, I just you, know, it, you take for granted normal life, and when you don't have it, you're like, oh man, remember those things that were great that were just normal (laughs) yeah so i'm just excited to get back to normal or close to it yeah as close as possible yeah it's gonna be um i think kind of getting back to the 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 traditions of uic and um the things that make uh, this program so amazing that we kind of had to put on pause at times because of um because of covid um so um really looking forward to it yeah. Any final thoughts? I think, uh, you know, the the final thought is, um, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing your experience. I think, um, you know, the, the more we can kind of talk about it, the, the what am I trying to say? I, I think the more we talk about it, the, the more we're able to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's a... There is a, what's the word? We went, th- we went through an experience together, you know, mm-hmm. all of us did. Um, and I think that it, um, by reflecting on it and processing it and talking about it, it'll bring us all together. Um, and, and I'm hopeful that it'll kind of show us what's, what's most important um, and will, you know, like you said, 10, 10 years down the line, you know, hopefully look back on it as, you know, obviously the, the tragedy that it is, but um, hopefully we can kind of gain some new learnings from it or, you know, remember what's most important. Um, because like, like I said, I'm an, I'm an optimist. If I, if I just focused on, you know, how, just how sad and um, hard these last, you know, this last year, year and a half has been, um, I think that it would overwhelm me. Um, so going to try and look at, you know, what little positive there is. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Um, I think things are better. We still have a long way to go. And 